0: This is John Walton and you're listening to the Power Play Point Podcast with the Blue Liner on Points and Anna Knox. Here's Wilson, and on the right circle. <laughs> <of the> <laughs> Welcome once again to the Power Play Point podcast. This is your host, the Blue Liner on Point, talking to you live to tape from downtown Glen Burnie, Maryland on a, a lightning uh, midwinter's eve. Uh, is actually Saturday, Saturday, January the 7th. Uh, so we're recording a day early because the schedule makers have decided to conveniently make a game right smack in the middle of of our usual recording schedule Sunday evening tomorrow at five. And I'm sure they did it strictly to inconvenience me, myself, and I. Ha ha ha. I'm sure they did that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, But uh, yeah, we got a few games to go through. It's another good week for the Caps. Uh, So if you're listening, you on the other side of the speakers, the earbuds, what have you. um, Great week again to be a Caps fan mostly uh, some good games and with us uh, once again hopefully fully recovered from last uh, from the injury that we discussed in great detail the one and only mermaid live herself from Centerville Virginia Anna Knox
1: yes happy Saturday Gil
0: happy Saturday Mermaid Anna, and I yeah. and
1: uh, how, how you and doing I, this I, evening? Have re- I have recovered. I thought you were gonna say if you recovered from your New year's um recording hangover <laughs> that too
0: um
1: it was a spirited
0: episode. We're just gonna leave it at that
1: yes yes
0: I, <laughs> yes it, it 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 most definitely was and um and
1: you know i I missed that I missed our first season, Gil, a couple of years ago when when we were trashed on that New year's Eve show and um I'm sure it's it's been archived and it will bite me ass eventually, but that was good times so well, next i'm, time I'm uh, next time you're gonna have to join me in in um in the in the liquid truth
0: uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah uh, that that might have to be we might have to <clears throat> bring back the uh, the drunk podcast again i think but so. yeah i, least, I decided to go the other just- way.
1: You did. You like went like the hyper caffeinated way, which is which yeah. I totally respect. Like no worries on that. But uh but yeah, but no, it was uh my my ear is uh <laughs> fine, thankfully, although the students are fascinated by it. But I think that they thought over break it might like be amputated or something. So like, oh wait, you still have an ear? I'm like, God What did you go home and tell your parents? But, uh, yes, I'm good. I can still hear. Uh, And I'm looking forward to talking about this week because I have so many. I do. I have so many questions, and I'm so excited for our two special people on today.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. And, uh, yes. So uh, before we get to what exactly Anna is talking about, uh, Anna, I just uh, – speaking of the amputation, I just, just want to say I'm glad you didn't go with that because I hear the Van Gogh look is out.
1: Uh, it is. <laughs> it is. It doesn't look good on anybody. Yeah. Um, God, anyway. On, how long have you been sitting on that one, girl? All
0: of 15 seconds
1: really yeah exactly i'm gonna say i call bullshit on that one because you've been sitting on like how can i make an ear joke (laughs) yeah as soon as i sent the picture he was like uh what can i do where's my dad joke uh file (laughs)
0: No 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 I oh, no, I, I no, no, no. assure you I you you can disbelieve me all you want but uh, I just actually came up with that but that's fine no need to get into uh, too deep an argument about it so uh as as Anna mentioned we have uh not one but two very special guests this evening for this edition of the podcast uh, one of one of them uh you've been hearing for a little bit for the past minute or so uh, so I'll go ahead and introduce her now. Um, I, I'm a I'm a bit embarrassed because uh, when you beca- when you came on, I didn't bother to ask your last name at all. Unfortunately, we're already on a first name basis. That's how much we uh, <laughs> uh, are familiar here. But um, uh, it's all right. Be- I, I'm
2: kind of I kind of have a Madonna vibe to me anyway. So it's like it'll work out. It'll be fine. That
0: works. That works. Yeah. Um So uh, Becca and. Um, yeah. You uh you are a, a mutual friend through uh, Anna, so uh, as we always mm-hmm. do, like for you to come on first and um, tell your story about how you became a, a caps fan. Well, first of all, where are you calling from this evening?
2: So I am calling from Fun Facts, Virginia, also known as Fairfax, um, mm-hmm. where I've resided since uh, 1983. We've been here. So
0: okay, That's and what a- do you do? What do you do for the almighty paycheck?
2: Yeah, so, well, that's kind of how I met Anna. I am a, I'm an architect and a designer, um, and I helped Anna with her um, kitchen remodel. That's almost yeah. done, so we're excited. Um, highly, highly and, Oh, thanks. Thank you, Anna. Um, but my name is, uh, my full name is Becca, and it's Weigel, W-I-Y-G-U-L. They're another local business. Um, not what I do, but something else. And then I am um, Mesny M-E-Z-N-Y, Mezny Group.
0: Very, very good. And and as, speaking of uh, local businesses, as we discussed, uh, we will definitely have you on to plug yours at, at a later date. Um, yep. So, uh, okay. So how was it that you became a Washington Capitals fan?
2: Okay. So the sports I grew up following were football and basketball, um, uh, specifically um, professional football and college uh, basketball. Um, so I was not introduced to the Caps until my 20s. When I was falling in love <laughs> with my now husband, <laughs> um, he, we started dating the sum, my last summer of college. So I came home from college and we were dating and then I went to, um, back to school for my fifth year. Um, and when I came home for, I think it was Thanksgiving break, um, he was surprising me with a, with a date that he wouldn't tell me where we were going. And he took me to a Cavs game and Uh, um mm -hmm. it was awesome yeah I pretty much did because I was (laughs) the thing about the thing that sealed it was the caps was I love I love um I loved the energy I loved the stadium I love all the things and Ovechkin was like I don't know if he was new this is in 2002 is that right Mike 2002 I think and so I don't remember when Ovechkin got here but um it was just a very exciting time to become a cap fan. Right. So, um, um, so I was like, you know, and then when I saw the playoff games that following playoffs and I saw how fast it can, fast of a game it can be, I'm in, I'm into fast. Like it, mm-hmm. football can bore me. So basketball is like my speed. It, it goes at a good pace. Um, so when I saw how fast the playoffs can play, I was, I was hooked. So. World's, hopefully
0: that world's fastest team sport as uh the the great ron weber used to uh call it in his intros as uh the former radio voice of the capitals all right that that's oh, cool. awesome so so uh, uh like like a like a lot of our listeners and a lot of caps fans in general uh you can date your start of things back to uh well the beginning of uh, the ovechkin era and maybe before it so- sounds about right um yes exactly. Okay, that's great. That that's just great. Now, uh just to throw in some perspective, uh, I'm I'm uh <laughs> I have been around uh, quite a bit before that, but uh I definitely appreciate what Ovechkin has done for the team and both hockey in the DMV. He certainly put it uh, on the map for a lot of people. So the more the merrier I say. So that, that's great. Great to have you on. Uh, can't wait to hear your opinions of uh, the team in general and what's gone on this whole week. And our second guest this evening, um, I scheduled him because uh, he signaled an interest in, uh, he's actually uh, owns his own uh, business, which we will get to in greater detail uh, towards the end of this episode. Um, so it's uh, Pat Kirchner. Is is is? is uh, am I saying that right? Yes, you Ooh. are. Excellent, excellent. And um, I'll lay I'll lay a venture as to what business he's in, just by allowing uh, you on the uh, the whatever devices you're listening to, uh, listening to uh, this this gentleman's uh, lovely, lovely voice. <laughs> 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 and, and. Um, so, uh, where are you calling us from this evening, Pat?
3: I am calling you from lovely Woodbridge, Virginia.
0: Woodbridge, yeah, nice part of nice part of the area. And um, I
3: don't we, know who has the worst commute to games, Anna or me? You know, right. Sixty six or ninety five? Take your hmm. yeah, pick, your poison.
1: They suck. <laughs> and I, I,
0: taking, I totally agree with you. Yeah, I always take the metro.
3: You do. You know we know. did. I, we did for a while, but it, it's. By the time we get to Springfield and get on the Metro, I mean, that gets us home at the end of the end of the night, a half an hour later. And we've spent just yeah. as much when you consider parking and everything. Yeah, yeah, well, that's yeah. true. Um,
2: you got to get the, the Spot Hero app and then get yourself a like a $20 um, parking space a block away and yeah. then you're good to go.
3: It's like 12 sure. bucks. <laughs> But I'm not going to tell you where we park because uh, well, we don't yeah, want to fill up. That's two or
2: three blocks.
0: That's like two yeah. or three blocks away, I think. In the secret <laughs> agent territory there.
3: And we're, we're on a first name basis with the parking attendant. So. Oh,
0: nice. <laughs> hey, there you go. There yeah. you go. Nice. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hide your occupation till the end, of course, since uh, you are our spotlight as far as that goes. So, uh, Pat, how did you get started as a fan of our Washington Capitals?
3: I uh, I grew up in Detroit watching the Red Wings and um, my mom was a huge Red Kelly fan. That's mm-hmm. that's reaching way back.
0: I I know that name very well.
3: Yeah, um, so grew up, grew up watching, watching a little bit of Gordie Howe. I'm not that old um, and, you know, I would even. So I, how I ended up here is uh, uh, I enlisted in the Marine Corps. Uh, After high school, they sent me all over the world, uh, and I kept coming back to this area. And uh, I've got a brother in the area. My wife's got a brother in the area. And so um, uh, when we both retired from the military, um, we just decided to stay here. But before that, uh, let's see, we came back from Japan in 2009, had orders to the Pentagon, and um, I took her to a hockey game. She had been to one game in high school and took her to that game and she fell in love with with the sport. So, um we bought a um we actually the first year we bought a split package with five Wizards games and five um five Capitals games. And she's a she's a big Spurs fan uh cuz she she went to high school in San Antonio. So that was actually the only Wizards game we went to because I've I've got no love for pro basketball. Uh college basketball, yeah, but uh anyways, I digress. We um we then went and and got a 10 game caps package the next year. Had to go down to North Carolina for uh for a command tour. And then when I came back, um we we pulled the trigger and and ten years ago. Yeah, this is our tenth year. Next year will be our tenth year oh. of uh, full season ticket holders. So we, we got to ride the uh, the rise of Ovechkin, got to see the got to see the Stanley Cup playoffs, and uh, and see the Caps win the Cup, which was which was a pure joy. Um, sure. and then we've we just continued to go to the games, and we probably hit I don't know between the thirty five and forty of all the all the home games. We're at almost every game unless uh, something takes us out of town.
1: That's Great. very cool. Great. Can can I ask where your seats are,
3: or what section yeah, you're in? Yeah, I the same thing. Yeah. Uh, 104, Uh, about oh. halfway up, so over the oh. goalies' Holy left crap. shoulder. Yeah,
2: that, that's If amazing. you're out of town, I, and- you need to call me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're to become best friends. No, I. The reason why I'm asking is because my um my husband has a friend that is also a season ticket holder and that was my surprise gift for christmas he said oh <clears throat> you know i didn't really get you anything we're we're doing this big kitchen <laughs> project <laughs> and and what and i was like oh that's that's totally fine you know it's, it's, no worries well then i got this manila envelope and i opened it up and and he uh went ahead and got two tickets for the uh pens game on the 26th and it's in section 108 and I was like, oh, my gosh, like this is just anytime there's like a one or, you know, I was like, that's just crazy. So um, that's where I will be on. I know I know that already has exciting plans that day, but I know that we will be there on the 20 on the twenty sixth. So that's you know, great. Well, I'm happy well, for you. And, and I love the fact that your wife has jumped on board with it as well.
3: Yeah, what yeah. we really like about that. And, you know, we're caps attack twice and yeah we've had oh, the yeah. we have the same seat mates um you know for the last for the last nine years now um they're just, they're just wonderful people that's great that's so, great that's well helpful.
1: very cool well we'll see if we can uh pass in that you know concession stand and and give a toast to each other to be like hey thanks <laughs> for we'll meet
3: we'll meet up at the at the former ftx corner There we go. (laughs) The top.
1: There we go. (laughs)
3: Very, very nice. That thing was gone in a day. (laughs) Now it's the Bud Light corner.
1: (laughs) Of course, of course. So awesome. All right, Gil. I know you. You. I don't know. I don't know. Are we excited about this last week of?
0: of scores or are we just kind of very very good and insightful question um right now off the top of my head i'd have to say yes and no um so the on ice action um well okay so one regulation win one Mm -hmm. uh overtime loss and one regulation loss so one one and one um one on one on one. I want to play that game. To whoops, sorry, I fell into another reference. Um, <laughs> God.
2: Uh, I, Are we going all it, the way back to New Year's Eve day,
0: or no? No. Okay. So the no, so no, the three games. Okay. So when last when last we spoke, uh, the uh, the last game we covered was uh, the monster game um, New right. Year's Eve, uh, where the Caps bombed the Canadians uh, nine yep. to two. Um, So the last game, so so the three games we're going to cover are uh, this past Tuesday against Buffalo, uh, the one on Thursday against the Blue Jackets, and the one last night against the Nashville Predators. Let's go ahead and start with the, so conveniently enough, we're going to make our focus game the one last night against the Predators um, I, I saw a few things that I didn't really care for that I want to go over in greater detail. So let's uh, skip through the uh, that first game, The Sabres. Um, okay, so actually all, well, the, the first two games kind of fell into the same pattern, I think, which is why I'm glossing over them. Mm-hmm. Schizophrenically Slow Start, um, bordering on Lethargic and I Don't Care, uh, for at mm. least the first 10 minutes uh, in mm-hmm. each. Um, and then they woke up in the second and, you know, one happened to be a win. One happened to be not a win, almost a win. Um, so the Sabres game, uh, yeah, it started off real, real slow. They fell behind. I, I, th- I didn't think they realized how, what kind of firepower Buffalo has. Um but if they didn't know, they know now, that's for damn sure. Um Alex Tuck with a goal and Tage Thompson with a hat trick yeah. in, in this one. Um now fortunately the captain Captain Ovechkin carried the team in this one. Um mm-hmm. and they, they kept pace at least, but It all comes down, and this is why I don't like when the team goes into overtime, because it usually comes down to one mistake with that much open ice, and lo and behold, it happened. Now, depending on what side of the rock, the red spectrum you're on, this thing was either uh, Darcy Kemper's fault or Lars Ellers' fault. Uh, You could pretty much blame the whole damn team because they could have, there were times they could have put this thing away and and. Didn't as many times as they as they tied the thing, but it just comes down to that slow start and and that mistake in the end. They just bottom line, they didn't put themselves in a position to win. And yeah, when when you leave it up to one play that could make you or break you, this is what happens. And uh, now, from my vantage point, I think based on the umpteen times I saw the replay, Lars Eller could have played the puck a lot better. He could Absolutely. have communicated with his goalie a lot better on it. Um, you have that much open ice, and you've got Tage Thompson and Alex Tuck both bearing down on you. You damn sure better know what you're doing with the puck. And yeah, it it just didn't <laughs> happen. And fortunately or unfortunately, it comes down to Ellers on the ice because right now, yes, I acknowledge he's our best faceoff man, but I can think of five or six people I'd rather have on the ice in in three on three overtime, but yeah Th- that's that's just the way it goes that that's how i saw it um anna what uh, you're you're you sound like you're about ready to burst so go go ahead
1: yeah, no 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 i'm um that, well you know what I, I can just say i went into this game feeling um you know because we all know like my my sports nerd side um i balled during the nfl buffalo um Game with the, with um, the players and collapsing and, and everything it was very hardcore. And then to know that the that the NHL Saber like the Buffalo Sabers were coming in with the number three jerseys, I was very heavy hearted. And what, I was just kind of like, ah, this is you know this is tough. It's like kind of rocked the sports world for a little bit. Um, but I do think a lot of fans, um, and probably going to put myself in this loop, myself included. Um, underestimated the sabers this year i will i yeah. will say that i we definitely totally definitely mm-hmm. underestimated um their their skills their speed and and everything else they outplayed the caps in the in the 60 minutes aspect of it um mm-hmm. and i am gonna put i am gonna put i don't usually you know point out blame as much as i have uh unless it's God, Orlov. But on this one, I am going to put it on Tiger. <laughs> I'm going to put it on him because, yeah, that was very, 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 very frustrating to see. On the flip side, I will say the face-off percentage has been outstanding. And the minutes in the, the send bin have been low. Uh, that, to me, is like uh-huh. huge improvements from what we were seeing um, previously. So face-off percentage, you know, for me, has been, is, that's been a big deal, and it sounds like they've been doing drill after drill after drill um, in practice, probably to the point of hating it so much. But you know what? That's what you got to do to get shit that's done. That's the muscle memory. Ha- yeah. So totally happy with that. Not putting on Kemper, putting on Eller, but definitely think the whole team as a whole, minus the ice issue. Uh, they, they underestimated
2: this Buffalo team. I'm sorry. Give me a break about the ice issue. I, I, I don't understand because uh, how long these guys have been playing and how long they've been, how many different environments and how many different like ranks and how many different things. Like, like I, I'm sorry. I just don't buy the ice thing. I just don't buy it. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> What's it? You know, you, it's the, the ice turns to crap if there's the worst is when there's a basketball game earlier in the day right, or when right. there's a concert the night before, the ice just cannot recover in time. And it's just sloppy
0: yeah
2: well then that both true. teams should have looked sloppy did both teams look sloppy
0: that's, sorry <laughs> that, no no you're right you're absolutely right that that's a valid yeah. point that the ice surface is bad for 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 everybody uh Correct. but to but building on but that the point, point team it, well <laughs> um yeah yeah okay. no it's it, it, it's, it's
2: but, a real question to you guys i don't know
0: i mean well it it and it's a legit, it, it deserves a legit answer now, but building on Pat's point first is yeah, There overall, yes, there could be a, a better management of the ice. Unfortunately, Capital One Arena has a reputation deservedly. So in being one of the worst at surface management and until they start to get serious about that, that that's going to be the knock on playing there. And and the only thing I can think of is if they were better about that, how much better it would be for guys who can skate like a Kuznetsov, like a Milano, guys like that, that you know, Strom, whose games are built on movement, skating, and, and getting in the right position.
2: And, well, is it, is it an ice recovery – and this is, again, a real question – is it an ice recovery issue or a logistics issue where they shouldn't be putting concerts on the night before a game?
0: It's probably, I would say it's it's both. I don't think, yeah. I don't, you I don't know, know this that is- there were
2: other stadiums that could recover in like that quickly.
0: Well, okay. You so I'll I mean? give you, I'll give you one, I'll give you one very quick specific. And this was, okay. I, and I'll qualify this by saying this was something I heard uh, probably 15 or 20 years ago that was in practice. But I heard somewhere that on average that the, 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 and, and not all, not all, Arenas, not all NHL arenas actually use a Zamboni. Some use a special other machine that this patent
3: or an Olympia. something
0: else. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is or, that? Uh, but the the uh, the resurfacing machines, mainly Zambonis, the blades that are used to help smooth out the surface. Oh. Most arenas, most equipment teams only sharpen the blades on those machines anywhere from two to five times a season teams like teams in northern canada um but specifically edmonton and calgary i heard they sharpen the blades on their resurfacing machines something like two to three dozen times a season right so that's why you always see that their ice oh yes they're in you know double digit freezing temperatures half the season granted which helps but they also have better management of, of their equipment. Now I don't know what their scheduling is like as far as events, but as you can imagine, there's, you know, it's, we, the arena is shared with the wizards. There's tons of Georgetown basketball. There's other events going in and out of the place, all kinds of time. Uh, And look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make any excuses for Ted Leonsis, uh, but he's got to make some money and, you know, you don't just make sure. money by having hockey in one place. Uh, not that that excuses him, but it's just statement of fact. But I, I don't know. So I don't know if all of that answers your question, but that is, you know, that, that's what okay. I see as far as speaking to you know, uh, the, the playing service. But you're right. Both teams have to deal with it. And, okay. um, you know, unfortunately, it, it, it does become a thing that shouldn't be a thing already. Ah, uh, given that it's January, but both teams do have to deal with it. Uh, it tends to be worse, of course, in places places like Florida. But, you know, I you know I I won't get into that too much. But uh, yeah, it's it, it's a legit concern. And but this particular game, I I think it wasn't really so much the ice that caused the problem. Was that you know exactly what Anna said? The, appro- to the to approach, the approach. Yeah,
2: yeah. No, they thought that this was a uh, you know in the bag or whatever, and they just. Um, thought that they could, pun intended, skate through it, right? <laughs> like, I mean, so when you don't see, like, the energy you know is there coming out of them, and then you see a young, hungry team come into our town and do that, like, you got to give it to the Sabres. Like, they, they won that game. It's not that the Caps lost it, it's that they won it. Does that make sense? They out- oh, it does. Energy- they out-energied yeah. them. The Sabres, are, it, it, it the Sabres are
3: having a better season than they've had in, <laughs> I'd say, decades. Yeah. And yeah. Thompson is an absolute beast. He, yeah. he can't be underestimated.
0: Oh, no, there, there is a reason. There's a reason. And a lot of eyebrows were raised when it happened. But there's a reason why he was signed to that long multi-year contract.
2: I was going to ask that next. How many years is he in, in that, that town?
0: I think next year begins the contract and it's seven years if I'm not mistaken. I think um, right. Yeah. But it, oh, well. it was, it was a high multi-year contract. Now he hadn't, he hadn't broken in you know, the numbers that he's getting now as yet, but obviously the management saw something and they were right. or proving to be right so <laughs> far. And if this, this what we're seeing now is any indication to come he'll he's, you know, he's, you know, going to set some records on on his own team records at least, and and certainly help the team. Now it would, uh, you know, they they start getting some you know solid goaltending, solid defense. Yes, they have Rasmus Dahlin, uh, you know, but start putting some pieces around him. They're going to be a team to reckon with. They're probably going to be next year where New Jersey is now. Bottom line, Buffalo is going to be forced to reckon with and they should not be underestimated. I'm not 100% sure they're going to make the playoffs, they'll challenge for a spot this season, but look out for this team is 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 all I'm saying. Um yeah, now in
2: the next seven years.
0: Yeah, now next uh the next game, of course, um <laughs> uh, was was a a road game uh against the Blue Jackets. And I was pretty upset when I saw the start, and it was another, yet another, um, yet another example of, of a slow schizophrenic start uh, for, for this team. What's that?
2: I was asking my husband if you watched that game because I was at a, I'm coaching my daughter's basketball team, and I took some of the girls to see the local high school varsity girls basketball game that night just to coach them and show them what it's like to play at that level. She's, she's only in second grade. Um, So I didn't see that game. So I was just asking my husband if he saw it, and he has, did you see it? Yeah, he watched it. Okay, go ahead.
0: Okay. Okay. So, uh, right. So uh, they, they gave up the first goal uh, on a team that has a, on a team that has a lot of trouble, not only keeping the puck out of the net, but scoring. And then they exploded for a four goal second, because that's, that's been their thing. Um I should have known I should have seen that coming in that they would play down to their opponent the first period and then wake up in the second that's exactly what happened here your goal scorers uh, for the caps were uh, Oshi with a pair Obey Feravari um that's using your head Hathaway and the captain with a power play goal at the end 6-2 win for the caps was this one but
1: and come on uh, that that I I will say I will a chuckle at the Ferrari joke. It was on the inside. It wasn't an outer chuckle, Gil, but that w- that was a good one.
0: Okay, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> we're
1: we're, we're twenty twenty three. Ananox is going to find a joke or comment or pun <laughs> from Gil <laughs> funny and actually laugh out loud. And right now it re- was on the inside because you know what? There was like when they replay that, I was like, oh god, that resolution is going <laughs> to go,
0: last. All of twenty three yeah, till tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that that, yeah, re- yeah. that 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 resolution I'm sure will last all of twenty three.
3: Yeah, seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. We know each other yeah. way
0: too well, <laughs> way too well.
1: Uh, but sorry, sorry to cut you off. I didn't. No, know no, that, no, it's yes. fine. But Did, then so, this was Oshi's first game back with the pair, mm-hmm. so hell yeah.
0: So uh, what? So speaking of Oshi and well, and the rest of the team for that match, I was kind of worried about how they, how they shift him. But uh, what, what did you, I mean, I'm I'm sure you saw it, Anna. What, what did you think?
1: I did. Well, I actually had the same, Oh my gosh, look at now. We're like agreeing from the, from the get-go feel like that, that first period, they, they really, really sat back. And when you have someone like a Johnny hockey on the ice, who is um, going what 10 games without scoring and, you know, he's going to do something. Um, And he did. And he scored first. And that sent that, you know, I was really hoping to see something from our team at a first, but that's okay. I was glad to see Oshie back. We need Oshie, babe, 100%. But I have a question for all listeners. And Becca, if you want to ask your husband, I'm not sure if um, we're on speaker or not. You are,
2: yeah.
1: Okay. And if I actually, I'll start with, with, um, Patrick, if that's okay, I want to know people's opinions on Obey Kubel because I have only truly been impressed with him the last two games, and he happened to have scored these last two games. There is something about this guy that I feel like he was on another team. I'd hate his guts. Um, but I just want to know what, what, what vibe you guys are feeling with, um, with this one. So, Patrick, I'm going to throw that question to you. Obey I'm- Kubel what do you
3: think cautiously optimistic impressed so far actually impressed i'd say over the last uh six eight weeks okay that he's starting to make a name for himself he's he's engaged um i don't want to take it away from oshi though yeah yeah. what's that
1: yeah i was gonna say you don't think like those hothead tendencies are going to be more of uh more of a problem going forward do you think he's going to be able to rein that in and stay out of
3: the penalty box I, I don't know not to change the subject you think hathaway can what's going to happen what's going to happen when tommy, my, happen when so tommy comes back tomorrow someone no one has stepped up to fill the wilson
0: gap no yeah. well that's no. that's been I, the problem that's been the problem all season that's yeah. the caps have essentially lost their identity because of that and you're Absolutely, one hundred and fifty-seven percent. By God, right, Patrick? That is oh, been my the wife. problem. with <laughs> I, I, I mean, if 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 I were Bob Barker, I'd I'd be giving you a voucher to spin the wheel and, and tell you to have your pet spayed and neutered right now. But yeah. I mean, yeah. uh,
2: if I may, if I may, I um, I'm new. I'm new. I'm a new person here. I understand that. And Gil, I don't know you all that well, but. That's a little much. Like I, I, I don't think the Cavs have lost their identity. That's that's a huge, like in, in this woke transgender them they world. I don't think that they've lost their identity. I think I agree whole completely on the Wilson gap. I agree wholeheartedly on that. They need a they need a bully. They need somebody in there, and um, I don't. My husband has no opinion on the player that Anna, Anna mentioned. Um, okay. Which means, which means stand by, like he's waiting to see. That's what it usually means. Like, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see. We shall see. You know what I mean? Talk about cautiously optimistic. I think he's just cautiously waiting. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think we need a hothead. I think we need somebody who cares and has that energy um, and can back it up. So I think... If, right. if, 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 if So if we have him in there and his hotheadedness and he – so I don't know how old the guy is, but if he matures a little bit with that same uh, – with those same instincts, then then the gap is filled as far as I'm concerned. Does that
1: make right. sense? Well, so so just for Patrick and, and, and Becca, because I know – Gil, if you want to take a break and not listen to me talk about Tommy <laughs> – I, I totally feel like I get
0: it. Not... <laughs> well, I, 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 I actually I, I have an answer. I, ha- I have an answer that's twofold. But uh okay. An- okay. Anna's Anna's. I can feel Anna's gonna make a, a great point here. So I'm I'm. Let know. If right. It's great. But no, no, no. I am
1: gonna say. So I'm been a Tommy fan for a very long time since mm-hmm. him and Lotto were together, and and Michael Lotto is like one of my favorites, and we don't need to talk about that because of the trade. But whatever um what I have seen in Tom Wilson in the last two years is an incredible amount of maturity and leadership yeah. and so to see him not fight as much as I love his physicality because he is you no know, show um mm-hmm. love to see it I have been nothing but like you know golf club applause to his restraint his when restraint. he's being there yeah. they're, they're yeah. given they're poking the bear they know what to do yeah. so in that kind of thing he's sort of you know morphed into so much more of a mature player he wants to play long term he wants yep. to be a leader and and get you know and i will take his minutes on ice versus minutes in in the sin bin a hundred percent Halfway Patrick, I 100% agree with you. Great player, great speed, also hothead. He needs to kind of rein it in at times. I feel like his impulse control is not always in check. I um, agree with that. Yeah.
2: Omega yeah, Bell. How many years has he been playing?
1: He's been playing for, he's, he's good. He's late. God, I want to say, isn't halfway, I want to say he's got to be 28, 29.
3: He's 30. He'll be 30. 30. He just, he's 31.
1: Thirty-two. Okay. Uh, Thirty-two. Okay. And Ovechuk okay. Kubel.
3: Thirty-three. Oh,
1: like I want to really be on board with this guy. They're so cautiously optimistic. I'm kind of feeling the same way. I don't. I can I don't have. I don't know. I. 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 I don't have the six week, um, you know, kind of gauge on him to be like, yes, he's coming there for some reason. When I picked the last two games, just because he scored, not just because. I was just happy with who, how he played, but I also noticed that, you know, a couple of those, those pen, penalty minutes in the last game, in last couple of games that we've gone over this week um, were because of him. So I'm like, ah, so that's why I want to know. And so, so Gil, I, I know you said you're, you have a, a reply, but I, I just want to know, like, other than I kind of love saying Obey couvel because it sounds like a, I don't know, a perfume, a drink, or something. Um, it does I like that.
2: your tongue, Anna. It does. It does. It does. It does. It does. It sounds like and you're saying like au revoir, bonjour. Doesn't it? Like Obey yeah. couvel Like there's there's yeah.
1: something a little sexy about that. There's but something
2: behind your s- voice there. It's a little much. There is. There is. Uh, <laughs> uh, a, little, a little
1: something, something.
2: Um, <laughs> a little something, something.
1: But I just don't know. Like I'm not putting him on my my Orloff Johansson um, list right now.
2: Yeah, and that's where my 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 husband is at. Yeah, my husband.
1: Yeah, I think the potential is there, but
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, Gil. Sorry about that. Nope, no problem, no problem. So, I'll I'll try and quickly through uh, get through my explanation. Okay. So, as far as well, Anna pretty much answered the first part. So, the uh, your your objection to my saying that the caps lost their identity, well, Mm -hmm. building on Anna's point, um. Mm -hmm. They had no heavy hitter that could back it up. They yep. had there no nobody out there who was willing to take the physical game to the other team. What were the Caps known for these past several seasons? What made them be able to play their game by forcing their will physically? on the other team imposing their will physically on the other team hathaway love 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 hathaway he's not that guy all right
3: he's not big enough
0: he's not big enough he's feisty enough he's got hella spirit but he's not that guy nobody has been that guy and i think maybe just maybe by signing connor brown they were hoping to get maybe tj oshi and tom wilson all in one package yeah. That didn't pan out. And I think Obey Kubel, to answer the second part of the question, was some management, some yeah. attempt, making some attempt to answer that missing portion of their game. Um, Of course, his first game on the ice, what does he do? He completely overdoes it, hits somebody in the head, gets suspended, and, yeah. and sits out for a few games after that. Um, mm. Quite a few. Um, But as far as my – so to end everything, to finish the answer, what is my overall impression? Well, he's Curious George, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. Curious George. I think we're all old enough to know his stories. Who's the man in the yellow hat? (laughs) Uh, Good question. Uh, Peter Laviolette? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) McCarthy. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, But uh, Curious George, what what would you do? Cute little monkey? He's 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 curious. He's curious about things. He wants to know how how things work. He gets into things and then stuff goes to crap because he messes things up because he's curious and and right. But is
1: he going to learn in time to stop that impulse control issue that and and not like there's there shouldn't be a player that comes on this roster to say I'm going to fill number 43 skates. It's not going to happen. No, we need younger, faster, more skilled, smart hockey players who would give sixty—you know—play sixty minutes. Like as as a whole, we don't need someone who's going to come in like Tommy because Tommy hasn't been fighting and doing Tommy for a long time. And I would rather see him score points. But Tommy, Tommy
3: was always scoring. Tommy, he he became known as a as a fighter. But the guy's got skill. And you mentioned, you know, you mentioned leadership a few years ago. um, uh, Joe B. and Locker did a chalk talk for the season ticket holders, and they said Tommy was hired. He was brought to this team to be a future captain because he brought leadership with him from his previous experience. All right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, that's still another element that has been missing. Yes. Ovechkin is the captain, but there are other players that can step up and be the leader when he's yeah. not on the ice. And that's something else that they've been missing. But she was my- the
3: captain when he was with St. Louis. Well, that's true. That
0: that's true. Yeah. That, that's true. Yeah. But unfortunately, Oshi also has been missing time. Um, as as well. So I think that's that's been missing. But to finish my original point about Obey Kubel, um he's curious George and that he messes he messes things up and then he makes them right with with either a great defensive play or as he's done the last few games, a goal. Um in in Nashville's case, we haven't gone on to that game, but uh, the the tying goal in mm-hmm. in the game against uh Nashville. Um but I don't know that that's enough to keep him in the lineup, given the fact that, and I'm, we're, we're already long on time, so unfortunately, it's going to have to be a discussion for another day. But there's already roster changes moving on, right as we're speaking. You know, already yeah. after you know, before we started speaking, uh, changes are already afoot with this team. That's going to require them to make some moves, and unfortunately, I think he's going to be a casualty of that. Um, I wish I could go to. Uh, um,
2: related to the Curious George analogy. Okay. Um, <laughs> to pull the thread just a little bit more on that, but Curious George's books, he never does the same um, foul-up twice. They're all different foul-ups, right? So, which, so is he doing the same thing? Is he messing up the same, in the same way?
0: Not no. exactly. Um, in the Columbus game, it was, it was the giveaway. In uh, one of the other games, it was a bad penalty that he okay. took that he shouldn't have. And
2: then he, and then he gets motivated because he keeps exactly. getting hard on himself. Exactly. Then he, he gets goes hard on and he re- he rebounds. Yeah. Okay. Right.
0: Then he goes and co- makes things better and corrects it and becomes something of the hero. That's why I made that, that's why I made that analogy. I like it. Maybe I we like should
3: it. encourage early mistakes from number nine <laughs> mistakes. mistakes. <laughs>
2: maybe, maybe
3: so. As
0: long as they're not that costly. That is secret.
2: That's yeah. the secret. That's the secret to success is to is to make the mistake, make the big mistake, but make it early.
0: Right. The, and the secret to success
3: is is learning from other people's mistakes.
2: True. <laughs> that too.
0: Very, very true. So to get into our feature game uh, last night from the uh, the Predators, um, so that uh, we all saw it. It was it was a three two loss with a late goal that that kind of spoiled things. Uh, Nashville yeah. jumped out to a, a one nothing lead, and look, I, I'm going to preface this game by saying both teams as I'm not sure if every everybody was aware but both teams were actually playing the back end of a back to back which mm-hmm. means they had played the day before so you're playing you're playing two games in 48 hours that tends to take its toll on the body so yeah. the 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 thought is okay both teams are going to be tired they're not going to be 100% well the thing that i saw that i did not like was Nashville looked a lot less of the two, like the out of these two teams that supposedly played less than 24 hours ago. They looked a lot fresher. They looked a lot more capable of carrying out uh, a really gritty game, which this was, and a gritty game does not necessarily have to have, well, okay, so 60 hits total. Um, Mm -hmm. that's probably a lot of hits. That's where, okay. I would say that's above average for sure. Uh, maybe not on the high, high end. I've seen games with, with 75 hits or more. Um, but yeah, that, that's definitely above average. Um, but they, they looked like they were doing everything they needed to do to keep the caps physically out of scoring position. Now, Mm -hmm. Adding on to that point, the two goals that were gotten by both Milano at 952 of the first and Obey Kubel at 1107 of the second, how were they scored? Where were they scored? Literally, single-digit feet from the net. Mm -hmm. Milano was parked on the right side of the net waiting for the rebound, which they really need to do more of. And, and why Milano has been a ray of sunshine. Good God, I'm full of references today, <laughs> uh, but seriously enough, um, Milano seems to have that knack to put him in just the right place. And here he does it again. And then the caps failed to do that largely because Nashville was willing to pay the price physically to keep the caps out of those positions and force them to play a perimeter game. And, When you do that to the Capitals, more often than not, they have great shooters, but nobody who can hit the net consistently, not unless you got Ovechkin wide open on the power play. And even then, and Obey Kubel, his goal, he just decides, okay, he takes a pass from Gustafson and he just decides, all right, you know what, I'm just going to go skating into the zone and walks around a guy who's not supposed to be playing defense in the first place, splits the defense, catches them napping for once. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the coach gave them a talking to afterwards, but splits the defense and then scores right in front of the net, right in front of the crease. So the two goals that the Caps actually got were going straight to the net. The rest of the game, they failed to do that. And so if if you keep – you want to be a better fan – Keep your eye on something like that, where a team generates its scoring chances, and that'll tell you how the game is going to go. And, but
1: also, you know, uh, going along with that, Gil, where you, I was happy when you when you say the, the yeah, cookie, and uh, Obey Kubel, um scoring how they scored is. You know what? I'll take that over any kind of overly fancy dance that Koozie wants to do you know or you just want to be like just shoot the puck <laughs> just shoot the puck just do what you need to do and and do it now I'm not taking away from Koozie I've always been a fan but I'm just saying it's like the, this was different this was you know this uh, do we need you know continue this way I don't know will they continue this way I don't know but I'm just you know with you saying it um in that format it's just like wouldn't you rather see the two goals versus, oh, we had a chance, but we were, you know, trying to be fancy and tricky and, and all this other kind of stuff? So, you know, no, no, I, I think right, the, you're, you're,
0: you're right, Anna. You are absolutely right. I want to see them score more of the gritty goal, and I'll just leave yeah. it at that.
3: I think course, they're, they're passing, their passing over the last few months has gotten a lot better. But yeah. last night, the, the passing was good, but damn. Th- uh, Nashville had their number. Yeah, they did. And it's not like they were swarming us. They just knew they they broke everything up, uh, and we just had no luck getting getting in the right position. Um, yeah, I mean, I appreciate
2: you know. all the the thoughts, I, but I mean, I think my husband just said it kind of at the beginning of this uh, really well when Gil, you were mentioning it, so they, they both played back to back games. The Caps are old. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and they cannot recover at the same pace as a young team like, like Nashville. So that's sort of my two cents. But.
3: I don't know. Our, to- our top three guys on zero days rest currently are Ovechkin and Strom. Ovechkin and Strom. Kuzi had had a better record last year for zero mm. days rest. This year, he's I think he's fourth or fifth.
1: Yeah. But but it's true, and, 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 and all
3: three I, of those guys failed to uh, make me money on my on my bets last night. <laughs> I, I got I got the Koozie point, and and I got an Oshi point, but
1: yeah, uh, well, no, no, I something else I we're gonna have to, to discuss later.
2: For, <laughs> I don't want to blame the players for Pat betting. That's on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, that's on called. me. It's called a bet.
0: It's called a bet for a reason.
3: Yeah, there but the da- the data didn't support what happened last night.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. No. No. And but. One one last point. One last point. Uh, yes, uh, the Caps are an older team, and no, they're not. You know, the they're not as adept at recovering. But uh, you know, I it's all about. Uh, to me, Let's it was all about
2: athletes.
0: Well, it's, it's not just that. It, it's all about imposing your will and, and wi- being willing to play that physical enough game to create the space to give yourself a chance to score. And like Pat just said, though, it just seemed like between it was, it was sort of a cross between the Caps did not muster enough of an effort to do that, and when they did, Nashville knew exactly how to shut it down except yeah. for two times during the game.
2: Well, I think so, it goes back so I think it goes back to something Anna said earlier, which is that they need to play smarter. If they can't play harder, they need to play smarter. And if they're not gonna do that, then they're gonna lose the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And that's that's probably that's probably what led to the, the game winning goal. I don't it it yeah. it was it was a great pass to be sure, from yeah. Ryan Johansson, uh, brother of Lucas, if anybody's curious. that That's mm-hmm. Lucas's older brother. That's uh, cool. But but it's, uh, yeah, it was a great touch pass by him to, of all people, Ryan McDonough. Oh, I hate. How do you let a guy <laughs> like Ryan McDonough look like freaking Connor McJesus David and yeah. skate in like that, past your uh, defense, yeah. and score a goal like that?
1: I would have more respect if it was uh, anybody other than McDonough. Can't stand the guy. Never have, never will. Rangers, Tampa yeah. Bay, whatever it is. I he's he's not quite on the Ryan Reeves list, but he's not far from it. So I, it Got sucked. It. it sucked to learn, to lose this game with with that being the only goal in the third period. Brutal. Yeah.
0: Sucked. Yeah. And it was it, it was again, it was kind of like they were playing a 20 minute overtime, if you would think about it, that one mistake is going to yeah. lose it. And there it was. And yeah, yeah and it was it
2: the last, like 30 seconds, wasn't
0: it? No, or, it was four minutes no, left. Oh, yeah. 1644. Yeah, yeah, 16, oh, 16, yeah, 16, 16, yeah. 1644 of the third. Um, So okay. about uh, just over three minutes left to play. Um, Caps had an uh, they, they pulled the they pulled Lindgren for the extra attacker. And they, I don't know, I don't know if they really got anything in the way of, of evening a even a threatening chance when they did. Yeah,
3: they didn't. Yeah.
0: Um. No, <laughs> they that, didn't. It, it didn't. Yeah. If since if if I yeah. didn't remember it, then it didn't happen. So so yeah, no, it didn't happen. And yeah. yeah, it was yeah, it was like I said, at twenty minute overtime, they made the one mistake just enough to lose it. And unfortunately, it happened in regulation, so they didn't come away with the point. It bothered me because there, it's it's too easy to make the excuse that, um, oh, it's a back-to-back. Oh, they're an older roster. Oh, they're uh, you know, some guys didn't didn't put out the effort they needed. That's that's become too easy of an excuse for me you you got to you've got to do what you can to win games. Yes, they are within a playoff position right now, but you've got to start building you you've got to keep banking and building the standings points to wit. As we discussed last week, the schedule on paper is supposedly getting easier. So here's the preview of at least next next week's attractions now these games are nicely spaced out for once so tomorrow evening at five when we would normally be recording as i mentioned earlier uh back at home at cap one uh, it's a cbj we're hosting um so pencil that as a win maybe um, um middle of the week, week's wednesday it's a trip up to philly against the flyers Um, They're a lot tougher. Maybe not pencil that as a win, but seven o'clock start for that one. Then back at home for a return match with Philly on Saturday at Cap 1, seven o'clock. So those are the three games for next week. Uh, And then kind of an up and down schedule a week after that. Islanders, Minnesota, Arizona and Vegas. uh, Uh. The start of a a Western trip at the tail end of next week. A couple of games that should be wins, a couple of games that might be a lot tougher. So kind of a yin-yang kind of scenario there, but that, that's what they're looking at. And, but again, some of those games, I can't see the Caps coming away with less than two points, and they ought to because you know, Philly's getting stronger. Buffalo is going to be a spoiler. There's going to be a lot of teams they have to watch out for, and I would rather not be in a wild card situation like like last season yeah um but it's it's gonna be hard to see what plays out
3: and we got to get used to some line changes again
0: and that yeah yeah, and that's that's uh yeah that's too right patrick too right because unfortunately that's going to have to be a discussion for another day um because uh i mean we could sit here all evening and, and figure out you know what kind of puzzle brian mcclellan and peter laviolette are going to put together here but uh, if, by the time of this recording hopefully you've heard by now joe snively has been uh put on waivers Ooh. um and alexei Protus has been loaned Friday. back to hershey uh at Which this kind time of expected yeah both both expected moves and i am sure there are more moves to come yeah, no, I've
1: honestly, I, I saw Protus before, Snively, I, I I don't know how I like Joe. Like, I like the local boy. I think he's, and he's got the drive. Protus, I don't know. I was pulling for him. Um, Gil. I think you always said he's so hesitant. I'm starting to see that a little bit more. I,
0: I'm not going to. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to waste any time with my evaluation of Protus. No, I said no, what no, I no. said about him. Snively. I would not be surprised if he gets picked up. Um, and in fact, um, yeah, I, I would put money on on Snively being picked up. Uh, I'm sure yeah. somebody somewhere can use a scrappy forward that uh, has no fear <laughs> of going to the net. Um, yeah. Awesome. You can never have a shortage right. of that. So, uh, he's going to get picked up somewhere. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Um, I okay. Know. So, um, that is, that pretty much winds up the, uh, the on ice portion of, of what we can expect. Um, I think we can expect a pretty good week. Uh, Philly's going to be a tough out, but I think out of those two games, uh, definitely should bank two to three points for sure from both of them. Um, they're getting some guys back, but they don't quite have uh, the on-ice skill to match up with the Caps. So as, as far as outscoring, I think the Caps have their their number, and and their their goaltending hasn't been as consistent. So I think on those two fronts, we can expect a lot. The Blue Jackets are the Blue Jackets, you know. Um, Elvis hopefully will be in the building Sunday. Um, <laughs> and uh, as much as I love Elvis, um, we we seem to have, have gotten his number, and um, so uh, we'll, we'll send okay. hopefully send him to Blue Hawaii.
2: So. <laughs> no. Oh. Joe. I don't get in the building reference.
0: Elvis never, is the goalie's name.
2: Oh, got it.
0: Uh, the right. So the goalie for the blue jackets, his name is Elvis Merzlikens. Okay, cool. Oh, one of one of them anyway. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if he'll start, but they're they were, they're actually uh, they played today and Corpusalo, Jonas Corposalo started for them today, so I'm sure it will be Elvis. Yeah uh, like tomorrow.
2: My new okay. is Presley.
0: Oh, nice.
2: <laughs> after that, after August. Aww. Yeah,
0: cool. Kinda. Uh, so uh, that endeth the on-ice portion of uh, the the discussion. And uh, like I said, hopefully the Caps uh, bank some serious points next week because I think they're going to need them because they're only play- playing three games and some teams are going to catch up uh, on the in-hand games. Let's wind that up and go to uh, the next segment, which is, as I promised, the, uh, the local uh, business uh, spotlight, which I promised that we were going to be doing for the, uh, the remainder of the 2023 season. And if you're listening to this for the first time wondering what the heck I'm talking about, um, I'm making it my business to cover uh, any business, uh, be it in the, well, hopefully in the, in the DMV or anywhere for that matter. Uh, that is either starting out or has has been around for a while and uh, deserve some uh, some love, some uh, uh, lip service and love, and uh, uh, the light being shined on them. And um, you know, maybe not maybe not drum up some business uh, thanks to our little podcast, but you know, just g- give them some much needed attention and g- start to get the word of mouth going at the very least. And so conveniently enough, this week. Um, we are having, uh, Mr. Patrick Kirchner on with us to plug his business and, uh, Pat, I'm going to let you take it away and, uh, tell, uh, the whole podcasting world what it is that you do and provide.
3: Well, what I do is, uh, I sit in a small padded room and I talk to myself.
0: (laughs) Sounds like what I do a lot. Are you (laughs) hiring?
3: Um, I am, a. Uh, I did 31 years in the Marine Corps. And when I retired from that, my wife encouraged me to pursue what I had talked about, uh, all my life, which was going to voiceover and become a voice actor. So did my, did my homework. Um, thankfully she has supported me along the way. And, uh, I'm in my sixth year, um, of doing that. And basically I, uh, I tell other people's stories and hopefully make them listenable. So um got a few audiobooks under my belt, mostly uh, e-learning, corporate explainers, um podcasts, live announce. Uh what am I missing? Got the e-learning, got the corporate audiobooks. Uh did one animation pilot, still waiting to hear that get picked up. That would be uh, that would be a lot of fun to get that, nice. that box checked in. Um yeah, and so I've uh, I've actually only been in a physical studio, thanks to COVID, uh, only been in a physical studio a couple of times. But everything is is done right out of my booth in the basement. Um, with uh, thanks to a, a little product called Source Connect, I can uh, I can tap into a uh, to an audio engineer remotely, and it's it's real time and full uh, full broadcast quality sound.
0: Oh, terrific. Yeah. Absolutely. And okay, so uh, let's
3: plug the website. <laughs> How do you get a hold of me? Yeah. Um, Well, you can find me on social media, either at sound underscore attention, because some guy in China or Japan took sound attention like a week before I was going to nab it for my Instagram. (laughs) Um, LinkedIn is sound attention, one word. And the website is soundattention.com. And you can reach me at pat at soundattention.com.
0: Excellent. And so were you I'm sure I'm sure you were aware, Pat, but uh, Wes Johnson, the uh, the public address announcer, Capital One. I've
3: coached uh, with Wes for the
0: the caps. Oh, oh, so you've you actually work with him.
3: Uh, I've coached with him. Uh, He he teaches a great class on uh, video game characters. And and Wes is, uh, uh, you know, he is not uh, he is not that. Big giant voice that you hear on the PA. He is actually a very nice, very funny, very mm-hmm. soft spoken, uh soft spoken man when he's not on. When he's on, he's on. When he's off, he is just the nicest, just the nicest guy. And he's a hell of an actor. Because this he's this whole the job right now. What's yeah. that? Yeah, he's doing MagFest right now. Yeah. Um, this job is, is about 5% voice, 95% acting, and another 50% running the small business. So, so people go, Oh, I, I, I've got a great voice. My mom says I have a great voice, and, uh, <laughs> and I like to read. I should do audiobooks. Um, well, you get disabused of that notion pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. I, I, I was going to say, what, what would you say to somebody that uh, ha- has those thoughts?
3: Um yeah. <laughs> what I do when I get those when I get those calls, and now I understand why Wes why Wes did it to me. Um, because I told him, God, maybe ten years ago, hey man, when I get out of the Marine Corps I'm thinking of uh I'm thinking of, of getting started in voiceover. Can I buy you a cup of coffee and bend your ear? And he's like, Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> which means go pursue it on your own. So it, after about a year and a half of doing this, I wrote three articles and put them on my LinkedIn. And so anytime someone calls me and says, Hey, I'm thinking about voiceover. Can I, can I call you? I'll say, absolutely. Read these three articles. And when you're done with them, call me and I'll, I'll be happy to talk to you for any questions you have. And, and those three articles um, are probably enough to scare the hell out of anybody who just wants to be a toe dipper because this is the business is not for the faint of heart. Um, it takes it takes a lot of work. there's a lot of rejection that you have to get past. you know I probably did um, um probably do at least a hundred auditions a month, and you're hoping to book one or two out of that. You always want to get that percentage down, but you know you get a script, you interpret the script, you record the uh record the sample if it's from one of my agents, you record the full thing you know yesterday I had one that was um probably a good 5 minutes total because it had a bunch of different characters and a bunch of different scripts and you got to do all of them um you know and and put the hard work into trying to figure out what they what the copywriter was trying to say and what he's trying to communicate and you know that's where the that's where the education and training piece of a voiceover comes in a lot of coaching a lot of uh, improv acting acting classes dialect classes um yeah, it's a big investment.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm sure I'm 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 sure it is. A, it, I I would imagine software and equipment alone. Um, if you want to, so I've heard anyway. If you if if you want to really make the, uh, an impression, um, you know, if you're really serious anyway, it probably would would set you back. A good microphone would be the best best start. I would imagine. I'm 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 kind of a. I mean, I, obviously, I'm I'm kind of a, a you know. A, a, glorified ham radio artist in, in that regard so I, I don't claim you know i don't claim to know the ins and outs so i'm i'm glad uh you know because I've, I've been asked well, how did you get started podcasting and is it real real hard to do no it's not hard to do but you know like you the thing i tell everybody is don't expect to you know, have 50 gajillion downloads overnight and yeah. and expect you know, because it doesn't it doesn't work that way. So, uh, in that sense, yeah, I I can totally understand where you're coming from. Um, but um, and you yeah, don't I, need a
3: you don't need a thousand dollar microphone. Um, your mm-hmm. space your space is actually more important than than the how much you spent on the microphone. You right. know, if you got a well treated space, um, you know two hundred two hundred and fifty dollar uh uh cad. You know, Ecotech CAD e 100s or a Stellar X2, they'll they're fine to get you started. Mm-hmm. Um but you know if you want um you want to be booking a Super Bowl commercial, then you probably need yeah. to be on a on a, on a Neumann U eighty seven or a, a TLM or uh or a Sennheiser four sixteen mm-hmm. to do those things.
0: Yeah. I, I d- Probably I, I I can hear I can hear uh, uh, some uh, I can literally hear some heads spinning because I I'm familiar <laughs> with those models, uh, but uh, some of our listeners may be like, what in the hell are these people talking about? Uh, but yeah, me me well, being a me being a techie and and doing this, yeah, I know 100 percent exactly what you're talking
3: about. I fe- I fell in love with the I was at a conference in November here in uh, There's the Mid Atlantic Voiceover Conference happens here. Um, used to be every other year, but we're trying to catch up and do it every year. Um, but the Neumann guy was there and I did, uh, I did my first mic shootout where I had all the microphones lined up and I was able to go and, and talking to each of them and listen to it and hear it. I just fell in love with the U87, but that's a that's a $3000 mic and yeah, uh yeah i need I to book i need to book a good national campaign to uh to pay yeah. for that
0: <laughs> yeah I, i'm 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 not surprised um, One joke, well, uh, pat. what ahead. was that
2: go ahead Becky. can you share, sorry pat can you share anything you've done
3: uh can i share anything i'm done uh i think i'm still the voice of recruiting for delta airlines oh, for oh, um nice. For, for hiring their um, gate agents. Uh, mm. Let's see, just had a, a run that I think just finished for Better Place Forests, which is uh, which is this really beautiful concept that you're not going to take up space in a, uh, in a cemetery somewhere. They're going to they're gonna cremate you, and then your ashes are going to go at the base of a tree in a national forest. And when your yeah. family goes cool. to visit you, they're walking through the forest.
2: I want to do That's that. That's really cool.
3: Yeah yeah um yeah it's a uh you look at you got eight billion people on this planet we ain't got enough real estate to
2: yeah
1: no doubt
3: yeah um
2: yeah, information is like is also bad for the environment to, technically and that everybody should just be having a natural burial but that's going to creep everybody out so we can't do that yeah
0: <laughs> true, true. <laughs> <laughs> all right well um i i tell you what uh pat uh Message me uh, all of those links and uh, as, as soon as you can. And uh, what what I like to do is uh, within the show notes of the podcast, anything uh, that that'll redirect uh, the listeners once once they do the download to your business. Uh, like to post those in the show notes um, a, as well, and uh, probably even post them on on the Facebook page as well. Uh, so yeah, definitely definitely want to plug that and. Yeah, abs- absolutely. That that that's why we're here. Um, but yeah, as as you folks can hear, um, I don't think uh, you'll be uh, disappointed if uh, you decide to uh, take Mister Kirchner on uh, to to plug uh, whatever it is that uh, you need voiceover uh, work done for. Everybody needs uh, voiceover. <clears throat> Every, so everybody, I have does. Me to, including me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we'll we'll see. We'll definitely see. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, we're getting long in time, unfortunately. And, uh, although I look, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure for everyone here. Uh, for, well, for me, at least I, don't, I I can't speak for you guys. I, I, I hope you had a, a great time, but I I've had, I've had fun. I love doing it. Uh, the show when we've got, uh, you know, at least one other person other than Anna and myself. So this, this has been absolutely a blast for me. Uh, so, Becca Fantastic. and Pat, thank you thank you both for uh, coming on and uh, burning the early part of a Saturday evening. I'm sure uh, probably a million other things you could have been doing, but uh, you you decided to spend it with us. But uh, thank you both for coming on and, and giving us your, your thoughts about the Caps.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot, thank a you. lot of
3: fun. Yeah, thank you so much. Gil, Anna, Becca, uh, great show. Loved talking to you. And yeah. uh, look forward to hearing it
1: definitely definitely Uh, have a yeah no thank you guys for your time we really appreciate it and um as we always say go cats let
2: me know when you're out of town for a home game pat
0: (laughs) (laughs) we'll do we'll do okay so uh yep this is definitely a good place to stop so uh for both becca and mr pat Kirchner, and of course the mermaid this is the Blue Liner on point, signing off for another episode of the Power Play Point Podcast and reminding you that if you see something gray and not important, well, it's an irrelevant.
2: Oh my oh. god. Oh god. See,
1: thank you, Patrick. Oof. Okay. Oh.
0: Hallelujah and let's go, cats. <laughs>
2: Go Caps. Let's go, Caps! Let's go, Caps! This has been another episode of the Power Play Point Podcast. All episodes are available from Apple Podcasts, the Podbean app, BlueLiner77.podbean.com, and now available from Stitcher. Music by Joe McAllister, voiceover by Jeffrey Conker.
0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Power Play Point Podcast. Thanks for listening.